Hi, you guys. Welcome back to OM Gina. Bonus episode. I'm actually here with a special guest. You probably heard him on a prior episode. I am back with Corey, my baby. This episode is going to be a little different. I don't think he's ready for these questions that's about to be asked. You ready for him? I'm ready. <laughs> Alrighty. So let's see. I'm going to go in a little, you know, just a little bit. Not too extra for the time being. So how did you know that? I was the one. Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting question. Well, I look for certain qualities. Um, But the most important one is, how do you treat me when things are not going well? When... You know, my back is against the wall where I'm barely, you know, making it. How is it that you treat me? Because it's easy to be there when everything is going so swell and, you know, for the unicorns and rainbows. But what about the rain? What about, you know, those times where... I only got $5 in my pocket and, you know, I can't do much for you. How is it that you treat me? Are you willing to, you know, still be there and, you know, willing to work through those hard times and those difficult situations and those, you know, life-changing conversations? I look for things like that because... Every day is not going to be rainy. So if you got somebody that shows you that even with no umbrella, they definitely are down to ride out the storm with you, then, you know, that's your one. Couldn't agree with you more. Because now, like I always do with you guys, let's go personal. When he was speaking about that, I remember, um, oh, I don't even think I told you guys. I've been with him literally from 2009, 2009, and we are about to hit 2024. So that's some years for you, some years. And I used to, off and on, yeah, Yeah. not consistent. Because if it was consistent from 2009 to 2023, I'd be like, man, where's my ring at? (laughs) If it's been consistent. Of course, yeah, on and off. But trying to speak on what he was speaking on as it pertains to the, in a relationship, in all relationships, it's not just going to be sunny all the time. Are you going to be here if I hit you with a, hey, I just quit my job? Um, (laughs) I just quit my job. You still here with me? You know what I'm saying? Like instances like that because not even going to lie to you. I did do that. (laughs) 
I said, babe, I cannot take this anymore. I'm just calling you to let you know. I quit my job. <laughs> and he was like, okay, don't worry about it. You know, I got you. That's not even a question. But me being the woman that I'm being and that I am, I can't just sit there and say, hey, I'm not working, but I can, you know, make sure you're straight and all that. I wasn't raised like that. I was raised to, you have to work as well. You know what I'm saying? I may not, I don't have to make as much as you or be over you, but the way I was raised, you just have to make sure that you can do it by yourself in a worst case scenario. And I think that's my biggest issue with him that I'm trying to work through. At times, because of the way I was raised, when certain instances he want to do this and like he want to do all that, he always pulling out his wallet when we go out and trying to pay for it. I don't like that because that makes me feel like I'm using you for your money. And that's not the type of woman I am because I go to work as well. I have money in my account as well. Sometimes I want it to be a, hey, let's go out. Don't bring your wallet. Don't worry about nothing. I got you for the night. I do. So does that bother you how independent I am at times? And when you want to do stuff for me, I kind of cause a little don't trip. I got it. I wouldn't say it bothers me because, uh, you know, um, I'm attracted to, you know, independent women, you know, that, that, that's a, a plus for me because, um, you know, it's the hustle. I love, uh, you know, the fact that it's okay that I have it, but you have it as well. So I don't really, I don't trip over that. Yeah. For me, the only thing is, like, I was taught that, you know, a man is supposed to be three things. Uh, a priest, meaning that he has a relationship with a higher power, with God. A protector, meaning that no matter what comes, he's going to make sure that you are right. And a provider, meaning that if I'm going to be with you, I should be able to, you know, maintain your lifestyle or, you know, take care of you, provide for you, make sure you're taken care of. So it's like, in a sense, it's just my upbringing. Like, if a man is does not fall or cover those three categories how is he a man correct i agree with that because i'm in agreement when it comes down to the protector part because i find it absolutely insane how women are dating men and it's like if like the other episode that I um that I was talking about when it came down to the us as women at times we do get crazy and it's like 
if he see me sitting here acting crazy and everything, you're not going to sit here and laugh at it and not do anything. That's not much of any type of protection because I look crazy in these streets. And by me being your woman, they're probably all the fellas and the ladies too are probably looking like, wow, she's out of control and he don't even say nothing. Like he think it's a joke. That's crazy. I'm not being with no man that lets me do and act however I want to when he knows deep down inside that it's wrong. That makes me feel like you want to see me fail. Like you don't care. You're not trying to help me to be a better person. Mm -hmm. You just want me to stay where I'm at and go no further. Got something to say on that? Or are you just in agreement? No, I agree with you. See, the thing is that somehow over time, uh, things have become blurred where it is that no one is literally teaching men or, excuse me, teaching males how to become men. And the first thing and one of the major things that changes a male or even a boy into a man is the way he thinks. You have some people that say, oh, this girl will take care of me. That's not a man. That's a male. That's a boy. Mm -hmm. Because the thinking of, uh, like, to be a man, you have to provide. You have to protect. And if you're lacking in those categories, are you really considered a man? You're a male, male by anatomy, but as far as a man, no, you're, you're not a man. Correct. Because a man would never be comfortable with that being his situation. I know me and a lot of the times where you, you know, oh, you don't have to pay and stuff like that. Honestly, it makes me uncomfortable as a man because I know what my job is as a man. No, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't apologize. But what I'm saying is, it's just, I, I, I do, I do, I don't mind being catered to times, you know, at times it's not a problem, but it's just like, yo, as a man, this is, you know, like the ability to be able to take care of things, yeah. you know, that's different from, oh, babe, I got it this time, you know, which is, you know, you showing that you appreciate the type of man that I am and let me do something for him. That's a totally different thing mm -hmm. than, oh, I ain't never got it and she got to have it or we're going to have to not do it. That's a <laughs> big difference. That's you know crazy. I mean? That's a big difference. So. I mean, uh, I don't know where, you know, why things got so twisted up. Uh, maybe it's, you know, lifestyle or maybe it's the fact that a lot of mothers coddle their sons hmm. and take care of them to the point where they don't, you know, allow them to transition into manhood. They coddle them, but they teach 
the women to be strong and independent right. and to always save for a rainy day and never have to ask a man for anything. That is horrible teaching. Because honestly, now, as far as life is concerned, you teach, when you teach, it's not a bad thing to teach a woman to take care of herself, but it's a bad thing when you have her to the point where it's like, oh, you don't need no man. That is the most stupid teaching ever. I agree with that. I do. But, and then you have to look at it this way, though. You have to look at how people are raised. That's exactly for, what I'm talking about. No, bro. I know. But when it comes down to these women, like, in a household with her mother and everything, is the father present? Do you know if the mother ever had a successful relationship? Because if she's been dealing with nothing but failures, she's trying her hardest from the woman's perspective mm. how to raise her daughter to make her not go through the same situations that she went through. And you have to think about it. Was her father ever in her life? Because if he was never there, she wouldn't know that much about men and aspects of what to look for or, hey, when a man does this, back up a little bit. Don't make it seem like you have it all the time because you can kind of hurt his pride by you declining and then the man is going to look at you like, well, I mean, if you got it, what am I here for? Do you agree with that? I understand what you're going for, but it's a, it's see male and man is two different things. Okay. A male is going to appreciate the fact that you have your own, but a man is going to say, even though you have your own, you with me, I'm going to make sure you good. And at the same time, we can make sure each other is good in certain things because monetarily it's great when you both have it correct you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but all of the times in reality you're not going to both have it correct but the problem comes when you, neither one of y'all never got it or he never oh, got yeah. it and you always got it that don't make no you sense you know what i'm saying that's a problem <laughs> And when you build dependency like that, mm -hmm. there's always going to be a problem. Because especially if it's the woman that always has it and the man never does, how could you be comfortable? Correct. And then what happens with that situation is, okay, now because you have given her, you have left her with the provider portion now, you are upset because you're going to have conflicts because if she's the provider now, oh, well, she has taken on a masculine role. Honestly, you're literally speaking about what I spoke about the other day. I get personal on this. I do because I don't understand how people are creating podcasts and everything and you're talking about situations and things in life that you've never experienced 
That's why every time I come on here to talk to you guys, clearly I went through it or I'm working through it. So like I was saying, I actually told them about how I lost my mind a little bit when I couldn't get in contact with you and I did the most. I was talking out my butt and everything and come to find out you were literally in the midst of trying to surprise me. And I was letting them know, like us as women, we have to let that toxic relationship go where, like you just explained, where we were the provider or when we wanted to feel appreciated, we would always have to do it for the man or our other partner. Or Mm. it could be on the other side. It could be a man feeling this way about a woman. So I'm not just going to say all women because what the world doesn't want us to understand is men have feelings too. Absolutely. But that's not what the world lets us know. Like y'all are supposed to be strong all the time. We're the only one with the feelings because if you have feelings, who's going to be strong in this relationship? Mm. And that goes in hand in hand with what you stated prior like sometimes I may have it, sometimes you may have it, but we both can't have it. In a relationship, somebody has to be, how do I say this without it sounding a little off? Not a little smarter, but I'm just saying just has a little bit more. So when it is a difficult situation that happens in a relationship not even just a relationship it could be like a friendship it can literally be anything if it's the two of y'all someone has to come to an understanding where someone has to lead thank you because quite honestly (laughs) but it is the man's job to lead but what happens is a man can't want to be the head and lead if the woman has had to take on a masculine role as your provider, you can't want her to, you know, be feminine and not be, you know, the key decision maker because you got a third leg. Mm. that's a male. Correct. And she understands that you're a male, but when you allow her to become the sole or, you know, majority provider. It's like you gave her your power. It's not about power. You have allowed yourself to be in a situation that there's a power struggle. Because it's not always, you know, monetarily you have to lead, but you got to think of it like this. If you give her a masculine role, you cannot complain when she wants to take the head position in the relationship. Correct. I am a firm believer that the man is the head. And I don't say, oh, that mean that doesn't mean what he said. Oh, what I say go. That's an overstep. But the point that no, everybody always screams, man is the head, man is the head. But we never talk about the fact. This is what I always say. Yes, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. Correct. 
And if you really care about the person that you with, when you look at the woman as the neck, the, the, the head don't move without the neck. Oh, that was so cute. So, even though, yeah, I, I'm the head and I, that means I'm, I'm leading us, mm -hmm. but what happens is you the neck. So any major decisions, any life altering decisions, yeah, we make those together. Correct. And because I love you and because I'm with you and I have chosen you to be with, I'm going to consider you in every key decision that I make in life. Correct. As far as how how this how this family or how this unit is going to move, you are women have more power than they understand, but it is the way that they use the power. Mm -hmm. Because one thing is if you bark at a man, not a male, a male has to take it because he doesn't have any options because he's dependent upon the woman. Mm. He's allow himself to become dependent upon the woman. But a man, a man that does and performs his duties as a man in full will always have a problem with a woman that will try to assert her dominance on him. Yeah. Women have so much power, but a lot of them don't understand how to use it. Correct. Because That's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. it's okay. Keep going. That's just like if you tell me, oh, you need to go in there and take that garbage out. <laughs> and the first thing I'm on, who the fuck you talking to like that? <laughs> but you it's want the garbage taken out. Yeah. Women, well, baby. Baby, can you take that garbage out for me? Of course. Of course. Yeah, like I did that. The other end day. result the end result is what you wanted you got. Mm-hmm. But the way you go about it to a real man is going to determine how it's gonna happen. If you meet me with masculine aggressive energy no man will ever take that. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't understand why. Like I spoke about again the other day. It's like, if you have someone that really cares about you and tries to make sure you're good in all aspects of life, like just everything in general, I don't understand why we make it seem so hard when they ask for something because we would throw a whole fit if we ask for something and it's not done. We have to be able to sit here and if y'all are having a conversation, throw back, I only asked you for this because anything you ask for, I get it done. Anything you want, I give it. Mm -hmm. Anything you need, you have it. What am I missing? If we can't say that, it's either it's time for another conversation or you just need to take space and just give yourself a few hours 
just sit there and think about everything in the relationship. Think about everything you do for your partner and everything your partner does for me. Does it even out? If it doesn't even out, there has to be a conversation. Something has to change. I'm not saying everything like one for one, two for two, not in depth like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying the amount of time and energy and actually paying attention to the other person's wants and needs. And literally what I had to figure out, I think that was what, like maybe a few days ago or maybe a few months ago or something. I think, it, yeah, it was your birthday. And mind you, right, we were sitting here watching TV and he was like, man, it's cold in here. And I think his birthday was two days later. And then I was trying, I was like, what else am I going to get this man? I was like, wait a minute. He was saying that he was cold when we was watching TV. Be quiet. Mind your business. And I went on Amazon. I know you ladies know what I'm talking about. Or you men know what I'm talking about. On Amazon, they have this cute little cover. And it says, like, all of your feelings on the cover, like, to my husband, to my boyfriend, to my wife, to my girlfriend. I just want you to know I love you because of this and that, right? So I packed that up. It was his birthday. Of course, I bought him a um, a watch set. He loved that. And then I had to say, but wait, you have one more. He was like, one more? And then it's like he pulled out that blanket. And he looked at me, but I know his face. I know (laughs) the emotions, what he does. I know his stupid laugh when it's not really a laugh, but a laugh for me to think that I don't know. (laughs) Really? (laughs) And that's not okay. So anyway, when he opened it, he was like, oh, thanks, babe. And giving me a peck like I'm some type of whore or something oh, like that. Man. First of all, first of all, first of first all, first of all, let's just back it up. Okay, oh, get the break. <laughs> Whores do not get kissed. <laughs> you do not kiss a whore. Okay. I repeat, <laughs> whores do not get kissed. If you out there kissing whores. Either male or female, you're dirty. <laughs> Don't kiss no whore. <laughs> Secondly. Secondly. The thing is, <laughs> you told, as you said in the beginning of this podcast, yeah, we have been knowing each other <laughs> since 2009. Yes. You have seen me through every phase of my life. Not one time have I said, hmm, I think I need a cover. (laughs) I'm appreciative. (laughs) But in real life, you use the cover more than I do. That was, that was, see, I'm appreciative. And I want you to understand that. And I thank you for, you know, all that you do. Yeah. But do not give me what you want me to have. Give me what I want. Correct. That is important. That's that that is very important. Like don't give me what you want me to have. No. Give me what I want. Yeah. Because that way 
There's no room for disappointment. There Correct. will never be arguments. There will never be a uh, 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 um uh, hey thanks no because it will be genuine <laughs> because it's what I want which is stupid laugh right right understood so, but no I've been doing better though right 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 this and I will is give like you the that. past I will give you the I I I absolutely but this is to to whom it may concern stop buying stuff that you like. But (laughs) stop buying stuff that you like for your spouse, because in all actuality, it's not really for them. It's for you. Why are you looking at me like that? It's for you on the But now listen, though, it was the gift that I bought you. It was a compromise because listen to me. Don't say nothing. You just said the other night. That you, it was cold in here, and this and I was like, oh, I have we have throws everywhere. But wait a minute, right? Yeah. You be like, I don't like that one, or no, 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 not that. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, 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 I'm not finished yet. Go ahead. So it's a compromise because you were saying that you were cold, and you say I talk too much. So I said, huh, huh. Let me get a cover that says literally how I feel about him. So, you know, maybe one day when he unravels it from the fold that it's in, he'll be like, oh, shit, let me actually read this. Wow, this is fucking cute. But you don't fucking care. Let me tell you something. (laughs) First of all, I am not. And I think I speak for men in general. Even, let me tell you, how long, how many birthdays ago did you buy that? <laughs> I how, think it was two birthdays two ago. Two birthdays ago. To this day, I have not read what that says. You know what? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, I'm about to let read it. Let me finish. To this day, I have not read what that says. And you want to know why? Because in real life, if I'm cold, I'm going to throw that cover on top of me and watch TV. I am not going to look down at the cover and say, oh, this say I am beautiful and I love them. There never will be a t- Listen, men are simple. We are simple. We become intricate because we know that's what you guys like. But in real life, I have, first of all, I don't even think I threw the cover on me the right way. You know to what? Where the, the wording is exposed. You know what? Hold this. I'm about to read it no, right now. No, 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 Yeah, no. hold it. It is okay. It's not okay. I'm about to go I get it. I appreciate the uh-huh. effort, but in real life, men are simple. It's cool. I'm about to read it right now. Oh, my That's God. Fine. And look, it's as long as one of your <laughs> old text messages to me. There's no way that I'm going to put this on okay. and look down on it and read it at the Just same time. Quiet. On the left side oh in the box, it says, you are my love. Mm. You are my life. You are the only one I want to be by my side. Mm. And then it says to my boyfriend, never forget that I love you. I wish I could turn back the clock so I would find you sooner and love you longer. If I could give you one thing in life, 
I will give you the ability to see yourself through my eyes. Only then would you realize how special you are to me. I may not be your first date, your first kiss, your first love, but I just want to be your last everything. I love you, your girlfriend. And that is so beautiful. But guess what? When you give it to me on a blanket, you know what I'm going to do? What? Throw this blanket on and watch TV. <laughs> I am never going. And if I'm, listen, I'm never going to look at that. But I'm going to say, oh, it's a blanket. Oh, I'm cold. Let me throw this blanket on. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be crunched up and all. But I do appreciate the effort. And after three years, now I know what it says. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never bought another blanket. That is a That's good idea. Why I never bought a cup that says something on it. That's a good idea. That's why I stick to jewelry. Mm -hmm. I stick to clothes. Right. I stick to watches. You remember um, when we first got back together... I would do all these grand gestures and I would just blow a bag on you because I was appreciative of, you know, how you were yeah. to me when I was a little dirty broke boy. Yeah. Well, that's what both of but us are. Okay, but let me, you remember that. Yeah. And, you know, we would, you would be upset and say, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that. I was just like, yo, but I just spent mad brain on you. And what did you say to me? I could buy this stuff myself. Mm -hmm. I just need your time. I just want to be with you. Now. Yeah. That was me giving you what I wanted Correct. you to have and neglecting exactly what you want <laughs> okay you understand yes so it's not that we purposely do it and it's not that i was purposely doing it yeah. but it's very important for you to give somebody what they want not what you think they want or not what you want them to have yeah because it could be you could spend millions but in real life if you're not tending to their needs and their wants, it really equates to nothing at all. Correct. I'm appreciative of the blanket, but... You could say that with a straight face. No, 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 no. I appreciate the blanket, especially after the, the couple of years, and now I see what it says. Yeah. It's really a nice blanket. Aww. But as a simple man... <laughs> I'm like, she done bought me a Nana quilt. <laughs> but it's not even stitched up. I know, but it's still a Nana quilt. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, we have throws. It's not unappreciative, but yeah. it's just like, this is something, if I gave this to you, yeah, it will mean a thousand times it more. Would. I know, that's why I'm saying, give <laughs> me what you know I want, but not I what do. you would like. I do. Now, yeah, we, yeah. we, we've, you know, grown to understand that yeah. about each other. But that's just like through relationship things. Like we've grown a lot because it's, um, we've been through a lot of situations together, both cool. now and, you know, in the past. But and even when that's the thing about 
this relationship, like when we weren't together, right? And a lot of stuff happened. I literally prayed about it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Lord, we done been through a lot. By your grace and this fully being meant to be, that would be the only way possible in earth we would ever get back together. Mm-hmm. Because we were still going through stuff, but still there for each other when right. we weren't together. Right, absolutely. You had somebody. I had somebody. Right. But if it came down to somebody not having something, mm-hmm. I didn't have no funds. You didn't have no funds. You just needed a listening ear, strictly friendship. Right. I would drop in a minute. Hey, I got to do something real quick. Mm. That's it because that's the love that I have for you. I wouldn't want anything to happen to you. Okay. Why you say okay like that? No, I have a question. Oh, yeah. What would you say was one of the biggest hurdles that we faced when we initially decided that, okay, yeah, we're, we're going to do this again? Um, wow. Um, I would say, like, knowing our past. Mm. Like, in our past, all we did was, hey, you know what I'm saying? I got that gut feeling. I know he doing something. I know she doing something. Mm. I got to make sure I'm secure, though. Mm. If this person says that I want to break up, I'm going to make sure that I have somebody to back that person up. Where we were years ago, we didn't have the ability to communicate about how we felt. Even though we were together, we were two separate people. I looked at things differently from you. You looked at things differently from me. So you acted like Corey would act. And Gina acted like Gina would act. Because it's like, I didn't put my all into this. I'm not about to look stupid in the end. So I got to make sure I'm okay. Mm. At the end, if he ever breaks up with me, man, ain't nobody worried about you anyway. I already got somebody. Same for you. If I ever hit you with a, I don't want to do this no more. You had somebody. So it's like. That was the biggest hurdle, like, coming back from Georgia and knowing how my life was going out there and then, like, to know how things went when I left here and then to just drop everything and come back and put all my trust and my faith in this relationship that this time around it's actually gonna work out. That was hard. But I knew the love that I have for you and the conversations that we used to have. I was like, I trust this man. And you know what I'm saying? If it doesn't work out back then, Georgia helped me understand that you do not need a partner to have a happy life. You don't. You can literally be fine by yourself. Mm. So I thought of that worst case scenario. I know who I am. I am very funny. I am. Don't be looking at me like that. I am funny. And I can I can get drunk in the house by myself and have a ball and go to sleep. I don't need nobody to do that with me with. Like, because if I'm going to stress, if you guys are going to stress, there is no need to have nobody with you. Uh, no. Don't preach that. 
No, but I'm saying though, if it's in a situation the world is already stressful. Okay. And then you come home. Don't bring added stress into your life. That's what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? I added mean, unnecessary stress? Yeah. Okay. Like if I'm coming home and it's like it's more madness here. If that was the case, I should have just stayed out. Mm, because it's like it's no peace. Right, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you're stressed out in these streets, you stressed out in these worlds out in this world you stressed at work right you stressed everywhere then you coming home for peace and it's not even mm, here no peace in the house yeah. it's gonna make you feel like you can leave mm. there's no need for you to be here i was stressed in this house by myself That's i wasn't not, trying to say it in a negative way i'm just saying well, if i just don't uh, you know the only reason i say that to you is because whether a person believes in it or not, yeah, no one like chooses in real life that they want to be alone. Correct. It's not good. I don't think that a person should just be alone. Agreed. You know what I mean? I do feel like I there talked about is that earlier. Too. Somebody for everybody. Correct. But a lot of times we close ourselves off. With these stupid notions that oh, I don't need nobody that do nothing, I can't nobody do nothing for me. Then you you close yourself off to the possibility of actually finding somebody. Yeah, but it's not even just that. You even got to talk about the expectations, like what exactly are you looking for? Like your dream man, your dream woman, like it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist at all. Oh, I don't exist. <sighs> Goodness gracious, no. man. There's always there's always compromises that are going to have to be made. Um, no one is going to come to you perfect. They're not. No one's going to be completely perfect. It, it, it doesn't make sense for you to even believe that. But if you have someone or someone is interested and you see that, you know, okay, one, he checks off, you know, the bear boxes, which are, oh, he got something going for himself. He has a good head on his shoulder. He has some form of relationship with a higher power. It, not saying that he has to be, oh, he has to be oh, a bishop or... or right. But the point of it is is this. The most scariest individual mm -hmm. to ever come in contact with is a person that does not believe in a higher power. Correct. I agree with that. Because their actions are... You know, they don't have any morals that govern their actions. So they don't know how to treat you. They don't, you know, morally they 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 don't have a compass. Correct. So if you encounter a person that, you know, checks off these boxes and they mean well for you and and you see that through thick and thin, I mean not even, you know, you you to fill a person out and you see that they have something don't close yourself off because of, you know, situations that have happened to you or 
because of the uh, training that you have received mm -hmm. from, you know, one uh, single parent sometimes, because honestly, sometimes those lessons are, are taught from a place of hurt Correct. and unforgiveness and, you know, unsettled business. Don't lean towards all of that. Sometimes you have to take what it is that is important and keep it. But those things that you see through your own personal and self-development that were taught from a place of hurt and taught from a place of, you know, anger or malice or, you know, their bad life experiences, don't ingest all of that. Correct. And that's what I talked about on the prior episode two. I was talking about generational curses and it's like habits from because it's like you've grown up and you saw how ways went mm. so in your mind it's just like oh, okay so this is how life is supposed to be and then just like what you said when you meet someone that's good for you and you see that this is something that you've never seen before that you've never experienced that's a little traumatizing because you're like, this is not how life goes because you're so used to nothing but toxic mm -hmm. energy. Like some people are just used to arguing and like yelling and then like laughing after. Like that's not okay. Okay. That's not okay. It's gonna be arguments in relationships, 100%. We argue all the time. Mm -hmm. Nobody will know that, but... They ain't supposed to. Right. So it's just like, like, like even with you though, that's why I said like, you're different though. Like you're just different. You've shown me stuff that I've never experienced before. Like the way you love is different. It's mm -hmm. like people say they love you and then their actions show you something different. Mm -hmm. It's like whatever you say, your actions match it. Never experienced that before. That's why sometimes I be messing up because I'm like, this is just too good to be true. Something going on. I This is not how life goes. There has to be something bad that happens because people just can't be happy 24-7. I'm not happy 24-7. No, I'm talking about, like, the way you make me feel and stuff. Like, yeah. I feel good, and uh, I've never, like I said, I've never felt that before. So. That's because, honestly, people always teach caution. And it's not, and it's not a bad thing to approach any situation with caution, especially, you know, when it comes to a spouse and actually merging your life with another person, it, yes, proceeds with extreme caution. Correct. But also be open to the possibility. Yeah. And a lot of people, like I said, just don't close yourself off to the possibility of actually being happy. Because in life, there is a, it's a fact. That you're going to have and go through a whole bunch of different 
things that are going to shake your world up and piss you off. But, never let that make you. Never let what you've seen around you or what you, you know, may have grown up in make you the type of person that does not, is not open. Correct. To happiness. Mm -hmm. Because, and, and, you know, everybody comes from different backgrounds and everybody has, you know, different upbringings, whether two-parent home, single parent, mm -hmm. or... You know, the parents are separated, but it's, they, they still see, you know, you still have the other parent active in your life. Yeah. The biggest thing is this. Everything that your parents have taught you is a lesson. Correct. But because they did it, doesn't mean you have to do it the same way. If they were a bad parent or if they had not so favorable attributes, yeah. you learned that from them. Correct. But what you could take and do with the learning is, okay, I know what this leads to, yeah. so I'm not going to do it like that. They taught me what not to do. Yeah. And if you had a parent that, you know, they were, you know, pretty decent and a solid foundation for your life I can do what they did yeah. and then sometimes you have a really good parent but they got their ways about them so you learn okay I ain't gonna do that because I know they you know that ain't too okay yeah. but the other portion of them yeah I can do that Correct. so at the same time they taught you what to do and what not to do and you take what you need Mm -hmm. And you apply it to your life. Correct. In both ways. Uh, you said generational curses. Correct. Everybody always talks about, oh, we got to break these generational curses. And it's hard. This is the thing, though. I try this every day. Thing. It's not so much that they're generational curses. It's just habits that you have decided to adapt to that you have to break. Hmm. And I'm guilty of it, and I know a lot of people are guilty of it. It's not a curse. Oh, I had to do this because my mama did this. We got to break this generation. Not curse. a had to. Or, like or that. I'm like this because my mother's like this. These hmm. are habits. That's why I said you can choose it. You make conscious decisions. But that's but that's hard though. It is hard, but life is hard. I understand that, but I'm saying it could be like a past situation or whatever, and it's just like, okay, I know this is all I've seen all my life. Let me try and do it differently. Mm -hmm. And then when you try and do it differently, yeah. in a really nice voice, like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, and then it doesn't work out. And then, then you revert back to the, the, yes, the because bad it's like, behavior because that you learned. In, um, in the midst of it, because it's like, motherfucker, you heard what I said. Because <laughs> like I be saying, like I told them a few days ago, like I have this thing about me and I'm trying to break that as well. I think it's because all those years ago, like I was just so sweet.
and everyone took advantage of it. So before they will ever have one attempt to do so, um, I stay ready. I'm sitting here waiting for you. <laughs> Go ahead and say something that don't make sense. You get what I'm saying? I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, you got to think about this. Right? Yeah. If you meet a person mm -hmm. with aggression, yeah, and especially, and I'm talking personally about me, if you meet me with <laughs> aggression, you will be met with brute aggression. Trust me, I know. Why you think we broke up? Exactly. <laughs> so if you meet me with aggression, it is coming back to you in that manner. See, but it's not even like that, though. What? I go based off the way the person comes to me. Okay. If you come to me but good. sometimes it's always not that. Correct. It so, can be perceived as that because now you've been through situations that have made you a bit callous. And now you feel like you you have to maintain this super, oh, I'm on guard. <laughs> and and that is and that was a problem that we had like when I first met you <laughs> and you call yourself going off on me and I told you I don't have to talk to you lose my number and I hung up on you <laughs> because of the simple fact of when you meet someone one is I knew the type of person that I was yeah and I knew the type of person that I was going to be to you. Yeah. But because I was a certain way with you, mm -hmm. if you treat me other than how I'm treating you, yeah, I don't have to be bothered with you. <laughs> I know. That's why I called you know my best friend. And I was like, girl, let me tell you what he said to me. I said, wow, no man has ever talked to me like that. I was like, but he's really cute, though, so I'm going to give him a few days, and then I'm going to reach back out. I called you, and you was like, you done with your attitude? See, I, I don't agree with, one, I agree with showing the utmost respect. Yeah. The most respect as possible. You will always get that from me. Why? Because I know that I demand it. Mm. So what you demand, you have to give. Yeah. Especially in the area of respect. If you know that for a fact you ready to go a thousand, if disrespected, you must give the utmost respect. Correct. So with me being the person that gives the utmost respect and to be met with your attitude, especially at that point in my life, oh, I don't got to talk to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get it. But I'm not like I'm not like that anymore. Absolutely not. But I'm, what I'm saying is this. I said all that to say this. What you require, yeah. you must give in abundance. Right. Because how are you expecting it when you, you're not even doing you it? You won't give it. Correct. And, you know, all over social media, you see the people, oh, he gotta do this. He gotta do that. Uh, he gotta be this. He gotta be that. Oh, he gotta be at least, you know. 
I was just about to talk about that. You got to be 6'2". 6'2". He got to work out every day. He got to have a good job. He got to have time for me. He got to buy me this, this, and that. He got to make sure that, you know, everything is up. And these are the same women, bad bodies. Yeah. Don't know the last time they went to the doctor to see about that thing in between oh their legs. Gosh. Ran through, got a bunch of kids. That's a lot. Still live in the back room at their mama house, but they want to find a spouse that got all of this going on. See, but and they ain't got nothing. Correct. I'm not disagreeing. I'm agreeing and with that. And that's on both ends. Okay, I was about to say, and then you got to talk about the ladies, too. Men sitting here talking about some, you know, her body got to be all together. Like, she has to be a package. Like, right. man, when was the last time you worked out? Mm -hmm. Do you see the way you looking right now? Mm -hmm. And you talking about, yeah... I don't want no broke woman by my side. She has to have a job. And he ain't worked since before the pandemic. Correct. And he's struggling now because they done stopped the daggone extra $600. And she has to have a car, but you just renewed your bus pass. Exactly. What are you talking about? I don't agree with about? neither one of them. <laughs> a bum is a bum, whether it's male or female. You a bum, you a bum. And if you a bum, you need to be a bum by yourself. Correct. Because honestly, before you can add to a relationship or to anybody else, you need to do something about your own life. Correct. I hate people that, oh, they so in love, but both of them broke. That means that neither one cares about the other person. Because if that was us and... I'm a little further, and I see you just chilling. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, yo, what you doing? It's time yeah. for you to come up. <laughs> yeah, it's time for uh, somebody has to pour." Or somebody. even if it was reverse, right? Just like you, you the one that pushed me to do this because you caught me annoying, and you wanted me to talk to the world to leave you alone, and I finally did. That's that's what I feel like. I don't know because I'm not a man, mm -hmm. so I don't know how the men feel, but I know from a woman aspect, it's like if we're slugging on something, our man knows what we can do and the person we can turn out to be. And if we're not... Okay, so for both. Yeah. And it's like if you slugging or if you scared or like I talked about, the beginning of this podcast if that fear is taking over you that's what your partner's for to let you know i believe in you you can do it You're, yeah I, I i'm i believe that because if you are in a relationship and you're trying and both of you are you know it's not always going to be you're always going to have it together. Correct. But when I, and I don't want people, I want to make myself very clear when I say a bum, a bum is someone who does not aspire, have dreams or any drive to do anything or be more than what they are. Because they're content. Because they're content with their mama back room. Or. Or government assistance. Or it's not even just that. Or any type. Like, some people decide that they 
are just comfortable with the bare minimum. And that's not okay. It's never okay. This world is huge. Yeah. You can literally do any and everything. Just like I tell them all the time, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Someone tell you no. Or you fail. That's it. Try again. That's it. Try a different aspect of it. Or just keep going until it happens. Come on, man. I know everybody saw Pursuit of Happiness. Hi, you guys. My apologies. We're back. We were trying to close out, but it cut us off. In the midst of me saying the last thing that was said, everybody remember pursuit of happiness. Keep going. Don't stop. You're going to get your break. But like I said earlier, prayer is not magic. You can't pray and get mad. You don't see nothing happening when you just sitting there being content. It don't work like that. Anything? It don't work like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, we've been in y'all speakers in your ear for literally like an hour. I hope you guys, I hope it touched someone. I hope. It made you laugh. I hope it did something for someone. It was a pleasure speaking to you guys as always. It was a pleasure being able to share with you guys. Just be on you. OM Gina. <laughs> you don't have to be Goodbye, like Bye, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, mind your business. I will speak to you guys tomorrow. Have a really good night.